This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, Right now, it's really two because of the heat. So in the morning, I'll go by myself. And I love to see other dogs and how they interact with him and stuff. And he's just growing into such an amazing dog. I love him so much. He's already eight months. And I can't believe time has flown by that fast. That is, uh, I mean, he is so cute. I love when you post pictures of him on Instagram because I feel like he's growing up in front of my eyes. But like you see him every day. So sometimes it's not that visible. When It's like you're when you have a child. People are like, wow, your child's grown. I'm like, really? It doesn't seem like it. It's like, but when you post them periodically, I'm like, oh my gosh, he's, he's getting so big. Up. He's so cute. And going back to JC, he texts me. He's like, yeah, we're running late. Can you bring in my headphones? And I brought in his headphones and Mercedes. I don't know if you've seen JC's headphones recently. But they're kind of kind of outdated. They are. You know who gave him those? Well, actually, no. They, they, okay, so those headphones. It's funny. We had Wyclef Jean on the show. Really? He literally came in studio and he was wearing those exact headphones. Those are his. It's like his brand. So he had them around his neck and he came in and uh, I made a comment. I was like, I like your headphones. And he took them off and gave them to me. He's what? like, here, keep them. So JC was like, 
Oh, man, that's cool. JC's just walking in now. I'm making fun of your headphones, JC. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was saying, like, I had to bring them in, and they're a little outdated. Yeah, but they're really cool. That's backstory on Wyclef Jean. Here, I'm, I'm going to switch over to JC Yes, now, okay? Seth's going back in her studio. JC just walked in. But, yeah, so so um, they ended up sending JC a pair of them because Wyclef Jean didn't give him his headphones. And so, yeah, there's a there's a whole story there. Um, now he's putting on his headphones. Good morning. Hey, How oh you doing? Oh, my gosh. What a, the past 20 minutes this morning has been crazy, Mercedes. I tell Everybody you is safe. That's all we care That's about. That's all that you, matters, you yes. Could. I didn't say anything because I didn't know what you wanted said or not. So I just said that you were running a little late. But how's everything going? So my wife goes for a run this morning. She goes out with Jack. She does it every morning. And I'm leaving the house. It's 5.08. I'm a couple minutes early. And as I'm leaving my neighborhood, getting ready to turn right out of the neighborhood there's like this dude walking in like nightclub clothes he's got like a jean like a nightclub shirt on he's got a cell phone and he's walking and it just looks to me it looks out of place and so I, they start to drive into work and get to the stoplight i'm like that just that, that seemed weird let me just call my wife and see where she is so i, so I call laura she doesn't pick up i'm like all right let me loop around head back i got a couple minutes to spare i start driving by i can't i don't see that guy anywhere so I try Laura again. She doesn't pick up. So I start to drive back now towards the neighborhood. I'm trying to look at the Life 360 app to see where she is. It looks like she's home. I can't tell. Now I'm trying to pop over my ADT app to make sure she's in the house. So I pull over and can't open the ADT app. And next thing you know, my wife is now calling me back. And I pick up and she is like in hysterics. She's like, there's a coyote, a coyote, a coyote. I'm like, what? I'm like, where are you? And she tells me where she is. I'm like, I, I'm still by the house. I'll be over there one second. So I go racing to wherever, where, where she was. This dude's now out of the picture. If it wasn't for this guy, I would, wouldn't have, you know, I would have kept on driving to work. So I go racing over to where my wife is, and, and there she is, like, running back to the house. And I open the door. She jumps in the car with Jackson, and I drive her home, and everything was fine. But there was, like, a massive coyote that came at her when she was running this morning, kind of just threw a whole wrench in uh, her morning run. Yeah, they're all over the place up in uh, Summerlin. I know down in Anthem, they have them there uh, running around. And, and I've seen them, too, early in the morning, just kind of running around in the street. And I, I thought they were just a dog. And then I'm like, puppy, get out of the way. Oh, coyote, not not a puppy. Yeah, she said this thing was huge. And so she, and she left it in the car, so I brought it in. She goes running with this flashlight, which is supposed to also act as a taser. You push it forward and press a button, and it's supposed to tase. And look. You push it forward, press the button, taser doesn't work. Oh no, that's so, a that's a bad thing. Yeah, so she's she's doing this thing, and, and it's, it's not it's not making the uh, you know. Someone told me a couple years ago that it's just the sound alone will scare a coyote of the taser, but this thing is not going off. So she's screaming at it. Jax is just kind of hanging out. She said he didn't do anything. He didn't bark. He was just like <laughs> he's just like chilling. And um, thankfully, the th- thing ran off, but it ran back into a neighborhood. And as we're as I'm driving Laura back to the house, there's like there's a woman jogging. So we put our window down, like, we, like for a warning, like, hey, just a heads up. There's like a big coyote in the neighborhood over there. Now she's all concerned, and my wife starts telling her like the entire story would happen, and this woman's all intrigued. And I'm like. I got to get to work. Can you guys please have your little powwow <laughs> later? Uh, I'm, like, I, I'm, I'm going to be late. And so no, everything I'm glad is she's fine. Okay. But yeah, it was, so you talk, that's a scare this morning. What a way to start a Monday. You're ready to go. You've got the adrenaline going. Uh, no no signs of sleepiness on your end. Oh, then, then so I drop her off in front of the house. She goes inside and I start to drive down here. I got a video of it and I hear this buzzing sound in my car. There's a bee in my car. Oh, my gosh. 
It's like attack of the wild animals. Oh, my coyotes. Jeez. I got bees, but everyone is just fine. But there's a uh, there's a big coyote up by our house, so we'll see what happens oh, with that. Well, yeah, uh, just if you're in the uh, Summerlin area, be aware, especially if you run around uh, in the morning, go outside for some fresh air, some walks, some exercise. Uh, be aware of that. I'm glad everyone is okay. Yeah. Um, How are you? Oh, my gosh. Uh, we have time? Because I can't wait no, to get the we'll updates. T- we, we can... We can talk about me at any other point let's just so i we focus on you everything is good that's all that matters yeah, right everything now. is great it's, yeah it's, it's good well yeah we'll get to me at some other point this morning we don't want to get late first break of the morning so um also just want to give a quick shout out because we had a couple of late check-ins uh annette at the aviators checking in good morning friend thank you so much for listening and michelle also listening let's get things started it is time for the pre-show you pick up you guys get to pick the first song of the show do you want to hear cannon Ball by the Breeders. Do you want to hear California Love by Tupac? Or do you want to hear Breathless by the Coors? Those are your choices. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. Vote on our Facebook page or text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Drake's certified lover boy topped the charts with 613,000 copies sold. It's the biggest week for an album in over a year. You got to go back to August of 2020 when Taylor Swift's Folklore launched at number one with 846,000 units sold. So Drake is now one of only eight artists with at least 10 number one albums. The band group with the most are the Beatles, who have 19 number one albums. Wow. It's just killing it. I was looking at the top 10 most downloaded. Every single song was his song. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, every single lover? one. It's just like, oh my gosh. I'm sure Kanye is loving this. Oh boy, Kanye must be so mad this morning. Let, check this out. So, Caesar Milan, this is kind of crazy. He is, uh, he's being accused as Pitbull Jr., is being accused of some vicious attacks. So a young woman named Lydia is suing Cesar Milan, claiming that Junior attacked her, repeatedly bit her legs, and ruined her gymnastics career. Lydia's mom worked for Cesar, and the attack happened when she went to visit her at work. She claims Junior was just roaming around the halls freely when the attack happened. Now, supposedly, she was a star gymnast being recruited, recruited by colleges at the time, but her injuries left her unable to perform. So Lydia says that Caesar let Junior roam free even though he knew he was violent. In fact, Junior had allegedly mauled several dogs, and she's claiming even killed one belonging to Queen Latifah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's terrible. So that did happen. Queen Latifah's uh, dog did die under the care of Caesar Milan, but they're saying that the incident uh, that the dog was hit by a car, and she's saying, no, 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 that was a cover-up. His dog attacked her dog. They're, they said that it was hit by a car as a cover-up. So there's a lawsuit going on. Caesar filed an answer to the lawsuit claiming that, among other things, Lydia assumed the risk of being bitten because she knew of the danger when she walked into the office. 
It's your fault. My dog bit you. I you know. That's known. right. Yes. You should have known that he was going to bite you. you oh, sh- come on. You should have known I had a pit bull roaming around the hallways. I mean, that just seems kind of weird, but wow. we'll see how that one pans out. Raiders game tonight. Are you excited? Are you going? Are you happy about this one? Yeah, it should be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. Gladys Knight is performing the national anthem. She sang it for Super Bowl 53. And then last week was a good week for Raiders owner Mark Davis. He won $1,800 on the Wheel of Fortune slot machines at Virgin Hotel. You know, you just t- throw in a couple bucks. You never know. It could be your lucky day. <laughs> it could be worth uh, half Some a billion dollars. Some people are more lucky yeah. than others. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. So the rumor is that Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers are having a baby. People are basing this on this cryptic post that Shailene did last week. It was a black and white photo of baby feet. Well, perhaps the pregnancy news is distracting Aaron Rodgers because the Packers, man, they got beat bad by the Saints and actually pulled Aaron Rodgers out of the game in the fourth quarter last night. Oh, yikes. Yeah, we watched quite a bit of football yesterday. Obviously, didn't see all the games, but uh, I did see the person I was playing in fantasy football had Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback, and I was like, oh, yay. Mm. (laughs) You didn't get very many points, huh? win for you. That's great. (laughs) Steph, I know you saw uh, Shang-Chi. How was the movie? Oh, my gosh. I want to watch it a second time. It was so good it looks really really good was it number one again yeah number one at the box office and it has become the fastest film to reach the 100 million dollar milestone in the united states this year nice all the marvel movies there's no bad marvel movies they're so good we we picked the we picked the worst one there. i forget what it was that we ranked them yeah there's got to be a worst there's got to be a best and you said the best was that uh, Captain America one, was it? Well, that's what the, the, your ranking said. I thought it was, uh, I can't remember what I said it was. But I, like I said, they're all good. I, I just, I love Marvel, the, just in general. Just the whole universe yeah. itself. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1480. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is 601 on Monday, September 13th. And we have a big announcement to make right off the bat this morning. It's a big concert announcement. We kind of teased you with it over the weekend. Are you ready for this one? Let's do it. This is very exciting. Coming to Las Vegas, the T-Mobile Arena on March 25th the next year, Dua Lipa. The Future Nostalgia Tour 2022 with special guest Megan the Stallion. Wow. That is going to be so good. Now, tickets, they go on sale this Friday. So keep that in mind. You know, we'll be having some tickets to give away here on Mix 94.1. But if you want to buy your tickets, Friday, 10 a.m. I'm putting that in my calendar as we speak. <laughs> I am buying tickets for this one, no doubt. Heather, who's in broadcasting from Disneyland today, actually is going to have Dua Lipa tickets all week long, or at least Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday this week for you guys. So you're wondering if we're going to buy them this afternoon with Heather. That's going to be an awesome show. I'm looking forward to it. How you doing this morning? I'm good. I, I talked about my morning was kind of turned around when my wife was uh, face-to-face with a coyote during her run this morning, which I caused me to be a little bit late coming in here this morning. Had to circle back around and pick her up and get her home and all is well. Uh, she's good. So that was a little bit of a scare on my end this morning. But I want to know, just, and I think everyone wants to know, how was it for you over the weekend? So much going on with you on Friday. Do you want to give us a little bit of an update now and maybe more later on? What's, what's, what's the latest? Yeah, what do you want to know? I, I, um, it was kind of a crazy weekend. Uh, just definitely. 
definitely uh, I put out a, uh, some tweets on uh, Thursday night about wanting to find some people that my dad may have helped on September 11th, 20 years ago. And and just the response was unlike anything I could have imagined. I just uh, hoped, you know, maybe some of my friends in Colorado could share it to their <laughs> friends. And, and it just it went viral. It was uh, nothing like that's ever happened to me before. So I got a ton of messages, a lot of people just sending really nice notes um, saying really kind things about my dad. I got a couple of messages from people saying that they were in that car, but then I write them and they don't, then they just disappear. So that's like, okay. Oh, you think were just people just. Yeah, I think they may have been messing with me, but I did get a message this morning from someone who said that um, they, uh, th- their dad was one of the people in that in my dad's car and he said it's crazy my dad's been telling me that story for years and all my friends sent me your tweet so trying wow. to connect trying to connect with that person uh as we speak and hopefully I'll hear back from them so yeah it's just uh it's it was kind of a crazy weekend really I just I, I felt very distracted because I would check my phone like every five minutes so I didn't miss something. And then a lot of, you know, a lot of the mentions I was getting, they just they just scroll through. I can't keep up with all of them. They're like, that's how many there are. And so I'm just trying to go through. I'm trying to answer messages. And so I, I apologize to anyone. I did not return your message. I'm, I really did not expect that. It's been really difficult. <laughs> well, yes, it's just an, an incredible story, which your dad did, giving the ride to those seven complete strangers on, on that day, on September 11th. And if you look at your Mercedes' original tweet, it's got 100,000 likes, 35,000 retweets, almost 2,500 comments. And I found myself, it was Friday afternoon when I got home from work, and just kind of scrolling through and reading the comments. And just the story was inspiring to a lot of people who inspired people to do good and realize there's still great people out there in this world doing good things. And so whether in my mind, whether or not you connect to these people, which I think would be fantastic to be reconnected with these people. But regardless, your dad made an impact on people 20 years after the fact with just you sharing the story. He definitely did. And and it's a story that we had, you know, talked about in my family every single year, uh, like multiple times a year, just because of the stuff he did. And um, one great thing that's come out of it is that a bunch of his co-workers have reached out to me, co-workers mm-hmm. that I didn't even know, just people saying, hey, I, I used to work with your dad and I knew that story. Um, maybe I can fill in some blanks for you because they knew I didn't know all the, the the entire story. Like, where exactly was he in in Ohio? Why was he out there? And they were telling me about the projects that he was working on and, and you know, where he likely flew out. His old secretary said, I used to book his travel for him. He, I think I remember him flying out of Columbus. That oh, no day. way. Yeah, so, like, I, I heard from a bunch of his... Uh, co-workers um and then she's like and i think i know the the car rental company because we had a corporate account with this one and like it, it was just really neat that a lot of people that knew him and knew the story were filling in the blanks for me that that helped a lot just as far as us getting the story straight on our end i know you did a bunch of interviews with with omaha tv stations denver tv stations after those stories aired and after you did those interviews did anything did you see more traction after those stories aired or just kind of everything was becoming from social media? Um, yeah, I, I saw a lot of traction, um, especially uh, there was a story that ran in the Denver Post mm-hmm. that, in the actual newspaper. And my mom said, well, I sent her the link and when the reporter sent it to me and I said, hey, this was the one that was in that's going to be in the paper. So the next day, Saturday, she went to the grocery store 
and she picked up the actual physical paper. I said, I don't know if it's going to be in that one, but it's on their online version. And she opened it up and there was a whole spread on my dad in there. And she's like, there was only four papers, so I only got four. (laughs) And so she was all upset. And I'm like, just go to a different grocery store. I'm sure you'll find some more. And she did. She found a couple of more. So she was, she was really, um, really inspired by everyone's kindness and, and just interest. And it was super sweet. And I heard a, a bunch of other stories of, kindness that just spawned a lot of people to talk about things that they did or their family members did and it was it was super sweet and i'm just i'm so grateful for all the the kind messages that people sent to me it was it's truly overwhelming i wish i could respond to every single one i tried i just <laughs> after a while it just got out of my control i couldn't do it anymore oh i'm sure and the story the story was all over that took off like wildfire it was all over the place and and i even had, had friends that saw the story and it's, it's interesting to see where people see the story from because i had a buddy sent me a message on sunday and he sent me a link off of i think it's an instagram handle called the dad yeah, I got that. I got tagged in that. Yeah. Um. So my buddy sent it to me, but it's so funny how he sent it to me. He's like, "Did you see this?" I'm like, no, I, I didn't. I didn't see that. No, this is, this I only is see it. <laughs> oh, that's it's it's funny. Yeah. Um. What was crazy is Dan Rather, the news guy, retweeted it and he put it in his weekly newsletter. So people were forwarding that weekly newsletter to me. And when I was a child, my dad loved Dan Rather, loved him, and. The fact that Dan Rather knows my dad's name, my dad would just, he would be like uh, beside himself to know that because um, I remember he'd get home from work and we had to be quiet when the CBS news with Dan Rather was on. We had to be silent because that is the news that my dad wanted to watch. And he would sit there and sometimes you have a cocktail and, and just, you know, watch Dan Rather. And so... The fact that Dan Rather knows my dad's name is probably like just one of the most amazing things ever. He's probably laughing right now, like, "Well, look at that!" <laughs> you know, it's, it's such a remarkable story. It is really cool, and I mean, just think of all the positivity that came out of that that post that you did on Thursday night. Yeah, I'm really grateful to everyone who shared it and who have tagged me in certain things. And I'm hoping I get in touch with this guy that messaged me this morning. I I wrote him back. I said, "Here's my email. Here's my phone number. Please call me when you can." So we'll see. I'll keep you guys posted we have a lot coming up on the show today uh disneyland tickets we still have them this week so is this is this the 940 one then for disneyland tickets yes at 940 so 940 there's tickets for you to disneyland halloween time is back at the disneyland resort and you're going 940 on those tickets and then in the eight o'clock hour when you win heads up You'll get tickets to go see Michael Buble. He'll be here on Friday, September 24th. So lots going on on this Monday morning. And up next is What's Trending. What do you got for us? Brittany is going to be taking a big step. Who dominated the VMAs last night? And Burger King's new band. We're going to talk about all that coming up next in What's Trending. Olivia Rodrigo, she had a big night at the VMAs last night. Got the details here in What's Trending. Mercedes in the Mornings, What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Before we get to the VMAs, let's talk Britney Spears this morning. The pop princess is engaged. She took to social media to announce her engagement to her longtime boyfriend, Sam Asgari. In a new video, the two are shown filled with excitement as the singer shows off her blingy diamond sitting on her finger. He actually shared his own post to celebrate the engagement. And as the couple's kiss, Brit shows off her her new rock almost as if she's flipping 
the world, the bird, but she's flipping up her ring finger, not her middle finger. The moment feels like uh, Spears is finally getting to make her own choices now and that her father, Jamie Spears, has filed to relinquish his control of her 13-year-long conservatorship. Now let's talk about the ring. It's a four-carat diamond in a platinum cathedral setting with pave detailing on the bridge and flush set diamonds on the prongs and cat and basket, along with uh, Sam's nickname for Brittany Lioness engraved inside the band. That's awesome. And we kind of had some stories about him going ring shopping a couple weeks ago, and they've been together for like five, six years. So that, that's I'm very happy for her. Yeah, it's, it was great to see. They look thrilled, and I'm glad she's finally able to start making her own decisions. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a first step in the right d- direction. Also trending this morning is MTV VMAs. Last night was the 2021 VMAs, and Madonna actually kicked things off by welcoming the audience and wishing MTV a happy 40th birthday. 40 years ago, another underdog arrived in New York City, hoping to create something revolutionary. An all-music channel premiered in the middle of the night and called itself... TV. That's why there's only one place to be tonight. Tonight. When she came out, I was so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, is she performing? I thought she was going to perform, but she just came out and did the intro. And everyone's talking about her booty. When she turned around and walked away, they're like, oh, look at that booty. Matana's like 62 or 63 years old, and she's got the booty of a 20-year-old. She looked great last night when she walked out. She looked amazing. Uh, So the Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber, they kicked off things with a performance of Stay. I told you that I never would have told you I Even when I knew I never could have known it I found nobody else as good as you I need you to They sounded so good And then that went into Justin going solo And performing the song Ghost Justin went in with seven nominations He won Artist of the Year Best Pop for Peaches He had a great night Olivia Rodrigo She performed Good For You Right after they performed And she turned around and won Song of the Year, Best New Artist, Best Push Performance for Driver's License. Here's part of her performance. And then Lil Nas X, he took home the award of the night and won Artist of the Year. So congratulations to him. Did you watch last night? I did. Well, it's funny. I sat down. I'm like, let me just check it out. And I got sucked in for like the first 30 minutes. I thought the show was well done last night. And then after the first 30 minutes, they started doing a couple other things. But it was still on in the background. So I I caught a a lot of it last night. I liked how they brought out Madonna, Cyndi Lauper, some of the... Some of the iconic performers from past VMAs and, and honored them as well last night. And I thought it was a great show. I thought it was pretty good, too. I watched the whole thing uh, just on and off. It like, yeah, it was the same thing on in the background and, and check that out. But it was a good show. Some really, really good performances. If you mm-hmm. want to go back and check some of those out. Also trending this morning is cheating. So a new survey says there's going to be a surge of cheating this month. The dating site Illicit Affairs claims that people returning from their summer vacation and those wanting to start their post-pandemic life will start straying from their partners this month. Their research says that there is a rise in affairs every autumn, but due to the lockdowns and COVID stress, that number is going to be even higher this year. Their survey found that 54% of couples have reassessed their relationship during the pandemic, and 34% of women and 32% of men say they're feeling less passion for their partner 
after being stuck at home together for so long. Maybe just end the relationship instead of cheating. Yeah, hmm. that, that's a that's an idea. Or just don't cheat and try to work out your problems. Yeah, like, there's what's many options on? there. Yeah, and then finally this morning, Burger King is trending. So the chain has banned 120 artificial ingredients from its menu to deliver quote-unquote real food to their customers. So it started yesterday, and according to their website, 90% of the Burger King permanent food menu in the U.S. is free of colors, flavors, and preservatives from artificial sources. They hope to reach 100% by the end of the year, and to celebrate, they have... Three celebrities that have created their own keep it real meals. So rapper Nelly is one of them. It's called the Cornell Haynes Jr. meal. Cornell Haynes Jr. is his real name. So that's why they're keeping it real. And that's a Whopper with cheese, uh, small fries and a small Sprite. Then there's the Larissa Machado meal, which is singer Anita. And she has an impossible Whopper in her meals with small fries, uh, fries and a small Sprite. And then you have the Chase Hudson meal. That is Lil Huddy. So his meal is a spicy uh, chicken sandwich with cheese, a four-piece mozzarella sticks, and a chocolate shake. So they're trying to trying to keep it all natural there for you at Burger King, and that is what's trending. Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning, 637. Who's excited for Monday Night Football tonight? I think a lot of people were excited to see the NFL kickoff its season yesterday. So many football games last night. I know a lot of people who are involved in fantasy football were excited about the games yesterday. And tonight, Las Vegas makes its debut for the 2021-2022 season. It's going to be great with a full house tonight. Fans in the stadium for the first time watching the Raiders in a regular season game. It's going to be awesome. I'm pumped. I'm amped. I'm excited for a it. A lot of people are looking forward to it. And it's uh, it's a fully vaccinated crowd. You, A lot of people were going and doing their pre pre-screening this past weekend over at Allegiant. And so being that this is the first NFL team for Las Vegas, there are a lot of people that live here that already had an established NFL team that they followed, that they liked. And maybe it was the Raiders. Maybe it was another team. And I think a lot of people are finding that conflict. (laughs) Like, okay, wait a second. I live here. I grew up a fan of this team, the Broncos, and now I live in this city and the the Raiders are the team of the city. So who has found themselves in a football dilemma, whether it's something, whether it's that, do you, do you switch? Do you stay true to your home team? Do you root for both? Is that even possible? I know this is something that you and your husband are dealing with right now, Steph. We are. It's been a conflict in the house this past weekend. He is so excited for the game tonight. And I've been a Chargers fan my entire life. My dad is a diehard Bolts fan. He's like, he even had like a an email like old Bolt 1962 fan. Like some <laughs> AOL. Yeah, AOL.com. Something like that. And I was born from the day I was born. Anytime there was a game against a Charger was playing against another team, I could not wear the colors, even like a little speck of like if we were playing the Green Bay Packers and I was wearing a little green, my dad say, take it off. Very superstitious. And when I started dating James, he has always been a big basketball fan. And yes, he did love the love football in the NFL. It was the fact that he didn't have a team. He adopted the Chargers and he became a fan of the Chargers because of me. Now that we live in Vegas and the Raiders are here, 
He came and sat down with me this weekend and he said, babe, we need to talk. I do want to be a Raiders fan. Oh my gosh. That I could, from the bolts to the, ra- I don't know why this is like really. It's really intense, yeah, right? Right. He's like, babe, there's, there's a lot of things you're not keeping up with the Chargers anymore. The, you know, they loop, they moved from San Diego to Los Angeles in 2017. What do you think of us trading to Vegas to be a Raiders fan? We, he said we he or said, me? He said we. He Ooh. said you and I. I, ooh. So I told him, okay, let's just talk about you for a second. I think that with you, it would be a little bit more acceptable. But the fact is, when I was born and raised as a Chargers fan, we as as Chargers fans, our biggest rival is the Raiders. I remember going to a Raiders Chargers game when I was ten years old, and I was talking crap as a ten year old to the Raiders fans. Was there, were the Raiders like everyone's biggest rival? Because I feel like they were the Broncos' biggest rival also. <laughs> like, I, and I hear that a lot from you know the Forty ers fans. Like, oh, the Raiders are our biggest rival. Like, they're a lot of people's rival, and I didn't realize that. Well, I think yeah, all the West Coast teams. I think at some point are you know facing the Raiders and and you know, the Niners being in the same pretty much in the same area. I can see that rivalry, and then your AFC AFC West rivalry that's going on. That's a tough spot i mean i'll be honest if how long james has been a a chargers fan for what three four years yeah well we started dating in 2014 i feel like he officially adopted them like 2015 and i mean the, the our team is, is young we we have a good chance and we have longevity in, ahead of us so i'm like trying to persuade him but he goes babe you know if i'm all into the raiders i am all in i'm gonna get decked out in jerseys and that's where with the conflict i think is really gonna happen because i think i'd be cool with him being like a low-key Raiders fan, like he watches the game, he's a fan, he follows. But if he's buying the merch, sitting in the black hole, <laughs> exactly. And I'm on the opposite side. I'm on the get side. So that's our conflict right now in the house. We're getting uh, some text. What What is your current uh, football or just sports conflict in your home? Is it Is it one person against another? Is it this right now with the Raiders? Was it a hockey thing where you had your hockey team established and then the Vegas Golden Knights came and you're like, well, now what do I do? 702-364-9400. This text says, I will never be a Raider fan. I'm a 49er fan. My husband never knew football before moving to this country. Let's just say he's not allowed to be a a Raider (laughs) fan. This is a 49er household. It's tough. Growing up in Philly, grew up as a Dallas Cowboys fan, still a Dallas Cowboys fan. And that was that was really hard being in Philadelphia with the Eagles. And my mom's a, a diehard Eagles fan. And she was very respectful of the rivalry between us. It was my uncles. They were savages with me. Oh, my gosh. They would lay into me as a little kid. And this is when, you know, this is the 80s when Dallas was just awful. And then they started turning thing around in the 90s. And so life was a little bit better. But it, it's tough when you have two rivals living in the same house or in the same family. It, it's, it's a tough situation at yeah, times. Yeah, there's a lot of tension going on. Don says, uh, that would be like you and I, Mercedes, switching from Yankees to Boston Red Sox. Never! <laughs> All caps on that one. I, can, can you see, I, I, I don't think Steph should change. I mean, Steph, you have an allegiance uh, to the the Chargers. You've been a lifelong fan. I don't think, but I think James has some some wiggle room there. I think he has a little leeway there. Mm, I don't know. Wait, didn't Mac go from Raiders to mm-hmm. Broncos? Mm-hmm. Is he going back to the Raiders no. now? No. Yeah, well, well, here's here's our deal. So, yes, when I met my husband, he was a Raiders fan. I was a Broncos fan. I said, Oh gosh, this is going to be ugly. We, and he's like, you know what? Let's give the Broncos a shot. So I took him to his first NFL game. We went to Mile High. He was like, I'm hooked. I'm Broncos 
from here on out. He he was just like all in. So when the Raiders came here, I said, well, now I assume you're going to go back to your Raiders. He's like, no, I'm too invested in the Broncos now. However, I, I, I keep saying this and it's a cop out, but I am a fan of our team because they are Las Vegas. I am. You have Las Vegas on it, so I will root for Las Vegas. But when the two go against each other, sorry, I got to go with the Broncos on that one. You want your Broncos to succeed, but for God forbid they don't, the team falls apart. You got your Las Vegas Raiders well, to step up. And also, J- Josh Jacobs is on my fantasy team, so I have to root for him. I, I have <laughs> to have him do well. Let's talk to Jennifer. Jennifer, what was the football issue in your home? Uh, well, I'm a Chiefs fan, so and I've been so since I was in high school. So um, the Raiders coming here was a big bummer for me. <laughs> but <laughs> I uh, I will never root for them. But it is a lot of fun to talk to all the fans around here and run my mouth right now while we're good. <laughs> it's a, it's a good. You know what? They're really nice. We've gone to the preseason game. We've gone to a couple of Raiders events and. The, the Raiders fans that we've run into have been really cool. Um, th- so th- there's that. Uh, this text here says, I became a Cowboys fan just to spite my Cardinals fan stepdad. 20 years later, still a Cowboys <laughs> you fan. You got them. <laughs> and they're the better team, too. And then this one says, I think if the Raiders took on a new name when they came to Las Vegas, this wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, but you can't. That's I mean, that's such a tradition. You can't drop that name. Yeah, there's just so much history mm. with it. And so, yeah, it's it's going to be really cool to see Las Vegas on the national stage tonight as they take on the Baltimore Ravens. It's going to be a great game. And so uh, just a lot of conflict out there with people. Like, do I go for them or do I not go for them? I'm not sure. but It's going to be good. 5.15 is the kickoff. Uh, take lots of pictures tonight. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'll take that. That sounds like pictures. something you say in the 80s. Take lots of pictures <laughs> okay, on your trip. I'll, I'll share my pictures with you. <laughs> Up next is the hot three. So, what do you have for us? Okay, we're going to talk about uh, the price tag at the grocery stores, why they're heading up. More details on that. Also, if you're thinking about getting married, picture that person heavier than they are now. We'll explain why. And this year's Ig Nobel Prize winners are out. These are the the awards for dumb people. We're going to talk <laughs> and dumb studies. We're going to talk about it coming up next in the Hot 3. Duncan Lawrence, it is Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Grocery prices are headed higher later this year. This is according to Kroger, one of the biggest uh, national change. Inflation is running hotter than they previously anticipated. That um, expectations are now for prices to rise 2 to 3% over the second half of this year. Kroger is going to be passing along higher the higher cost to the customer where... It, makes sense to do and half of the price increase is due to soaring prices for beef pork and poultry beef prices have risen 14 percent this year the federal reserve has said that the price increase that has occurred in the wake of covid are transition uh, transitory and that those pressures will subside as the supply chain disruptions are resolved um and so it's it's all because of the supply chain right now when things kind of level out they should be coming yeah, back down we'll, to we'll normal. back out hopefully yeah. gas prices too yeah supply oh. and demand <laughs> also this morning if you are thinking about marrying a woman psychology today magazine says you should picture her in your mind about 40 pounds heavier that's how much weight she will pack on if you stay married for 10 years what? 
This is according to this research, apparently, that was actually a survey they did. A national survey of 25,000 wives. Researchers found that happily married women gain an average of 37 pounds during the first 10 years of marriage, while those that are unhappy in their marriage gain an average of 54 pounds. Why are we only ha- focusing on the ladies? See, How the, much what, does yeah, the guy? What do we got for guys? Yeah, for happiness weight now. and unhappiness weight. <laughs> Who does this study? Well, I mean, you know, you're happy. You go, yeah, let's go get something to eat. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Do you think that's true? I, I, I'm I just speaking for myself. I definitely gained some weight when we first got married, but then it leveled out. Yeah, my um, my wife and I, we both put on a couple of pounds and stuff. We first started dating uh, once we kind of got in a comfort zone. But then that comfort zone, like... We we kind of got out of a routine. We're going out a lot and doing happy hours and stuff. I'm talking about this goes back to 2004, 2005. And, and just like our routine was like we're working out as much. And then we got it dialed back in and everything's been good ever since. But you said 10 pounds. Uh, if they're happy, if they're unhappy, they're going to put on 54 pounds? No, it was 37 pounds if they're happy. Oh, 37. Okay. Yeah, 37 <laughs> pounds for the first, in the if you stay married for 10 years. 10 years, years that's where I got the 10. Right. Okay. So what, what do you say? Do you say something, though, if your significant other starts putting on weight? Do you say something or do you keep your mouth shut? I think it all depends on the circumstances. How much weight is she putting on? Is it all of a sudden? Is there like a change in her lifestyle? Why is the weight going on? Um, in my wife's case, with her Crohn's disease, if she's putting on weight, I'm happy about it. Yeah. That's yeah. a good thing. I mean, she's uh, she's getting better. She's getting healthy. That'd be a great thing. I just make the doctor do it. I'm like, you should go see the doctor. <laughs> Oh, the doctor said, okay, well, I support you no matter what. I love you. Um, Finally, this morning, the 31st annual Ig Nobel Prize Awards were just handed out. And if you're not familiar, those are the awards that are given to the most ridiculous advances in science and other academic fields each year. And there are 10 winners. We're not going to go through all 10 of them, but we'll we'll give you some of the uh, details on some of the winners again this year. This is the Ig Nobel Prize winners. A researcher who used a genetic analysis to compare the different species of bacteria found on discarded chewing gum recovered from paved surfaces in various countries. One. I mean, that's quite the study to conduct on on chewing gum, Mm -hmm. finding that stuff out. Um, Researchers who tested the hypothesis that humans evolved beards to protect themselves from punches to the face. That study won a prize. Oh, how do you get into that study, too? We need you. You got a nice beard. Let's see if it helps you handle this punch. I know. Who's volunteering yeah, for that one? How much are you going to pay to do that one, too? Uh, researchers who conducted exper- experiments to learn why pedestrians do not constantly collide with other pedestrians. Because <laughs> we don't want to hit each other. Yeah. We stay away. Uh, they won a prize. Uh, there's a study called A New Method of Cockroach Control on Submarines that won. And, oh, this one's good. Researchers who conducted experiments to find whether it is safer to airlift a rhinoceros upside down rather than right side up. And to be clear, that's safer for the rhino, not the humans attempting to move it. <laughs> what do you want? I'm looking up at the sky? So does he get all confused? I don't know. He's probably He's just like, up. what's happening? <laughs> Why sky? am I being airlifted? <laughs> Where am I going? Where are you guys taking me? <laughs> yeah. Coming up here in the 7 o'clock hour, we do have the dirt, and an A-list Hollywood star is injured in Las Vegas. Details at 7.15. Big Sunny 4.1, Mercedes in the morning. It is 7 o'clock Monday. Thank you guys for joining us. So you got a little fight, huh? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> a silly fight, too, over the weekend. 
So my wife was out of town. Uh, she was left on Wednesday. And she came back on Saturday morning. And Friday afternoon, I got the carpets cleaned. Zero res came to the house. Did an awesome job. This was late Friday afternoon is when they came and did this the downstairs of the house. And I uh, got all that taken care of. And so my wife got home on Saturday. I was out and about doing errands. And I, I know she was really, really tired because I think she got up at like 2 o'clock our time to fly back from the East Coast. And so she calls me and uh, she goes, you didn't tell me you got the carpets cleaned. I'm like, oh, yeah. Surprise, I got the carpets cleaned. Sorry, I thought I told you. She said, no, you didn't tell me. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, I forgot to tell you. She goes, she goes, well, I didn't know they were cleaned. And I walked in the house with my shoes on, and now there's tracks all through the house. I'm like, ah, I'm sorry that happened. I'll see if I can clean it up when I get home. She, said, now we have, she goes, now we have to have zero res come back out and clean the carpets. You need to tell me when you get the carpets cleaned. We literally had an argument over the fact that I got the carpets cleaned without telling her on Friday. And then she tracked dirt in there. And she, yeah. And then I said, well, why are you walking in the house with your shoes on? And it was, well, I was coming with my luggage. It was a whole thing. But uh, when I got home, the, the, the mess she made was not that bad. I was able to clean it up. So we went to have Zero Risk come back out and fix it. But she was upset that I got the carpets cleaned without telling her. And I thought I did tell her. I'm like, I'm sorry I did a good thing. I'm sorry I had people come and clean our carpets. I'm sorry I took care of all that for us. Sometimes it's just the littlest things that create the biggest arguments. Who got into a ridiculous argument? Uh, wh- whether it was your husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, a child, mother, father, whatever, wh- who got into the dumbest family argument. 702-364-9400. Can you beat the fact that you got your carpets cleaned? That, that's a tough one to beat for sure. I don't want to like, well, you're arguing with the fact that I had the carpets cleaned last night. I took care of it. You had to move the furniture. The house looks great. Even if there is little markings, the rest of the floor looks awesome. And it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't that bad. It was just kind of comical of we're fighting over the fact that I get the carpets clean. Of all the things yeah. to get into a fight over. What yeah. was it for you? you guys had any recently? Yeah, we did. Um, also, over the weekend, we did have a fight. It was my daughter and I. We were very upset with my husband because uh, we were getting our fantasy football team all set, ready to go. And he asked us, you know, who who do you have as your starting quarterback this week? And we were like... Oh, um, well, we're going to we have three quarterbacks on our team that we drafted. And so we're like, we're going to go with Jalen Hurts. And, and he's like, who else do you have? And so we're like, well, we have uh, Ryan Tannehill and we also have uh, uh, Teddy Bridgewater from the Broncos. He's like, oh, I go Tannehill. On that. Like, no, I can't believe you're taking Hurts over Tannehill. I mean, that's ridiculous. Like, why would you do that? I'm like, well, I mean. He's projected to get the same amount of points as Hurts. And, you know, I think we're just going to go with her. Oh, don't be dumb. Pick Tannehill. Trust me. Trust me. So we're like, wow, should we go with Tannehill? She's like, yeah, I think we should. Dad says, dad knows. Okay. (laughs) Tannehill, 22.9 points. Hurts, 49.6. I was like, thanks for the advice on that. Did you win your fantasy game? Well, we have a 99% chance of winning. There's, he has two players in tonight and we have uh, one player in tonight, but they say that it looks like we're probably going to win unless he he scores 80 points in one night or something like that. But um, I was just like, we are not taking your advice on anything anymore. We were so annoyed by that. By that. He's like, well, you know, you have the choice to listen to us. But he was like going after us, telling us how ridiculous we were for not picking Tannehill. I was just you like, get that heat. You make those moves. Oh, let's talk to Debbie. Debbie, what is the ridiculous fight you got into in your house? Um, my husband just got done riding his Harley in the morning. I want to do all the laundry. I asked him to take off his socks. He said it wasn't dirty. I said, you mean to tell me you weren't sweating and your socks aren't dirty? He goes, nope. I said, so you're going to wear them after you take out, get done taking a shower? Oh, yeah, I'm going to wear them. So I did the laundry. I pampers empty. Laying on the bed. 
He took a shower, and he put his socks in the hamper. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> How hard was it to take off your socks? It was a weekend fight. He finally said, I wasn't ready to take them off. <laughs> well, I'm not ready to wash them, so you're going to have dirty <laughs> socks. <laughs> Debbie, I, I take your side on this one. Thank you for calling. Let's talk to uh, Lalo. Good morning, Lalo. Good morning, guys. How you guys doing? Good. What was it for you, the ridiculous fight you got into? Well, my wife's, you know, always trying to eat healthy, and uh, we go to McDonald's, and I order my fries, and I'm going to eat, and I want every one. And she doesn't order fries because she wants to be healthy, but she eats mine. <laughs> oh, my so. gosh. It's so true. Let me, let, me, let me let you in on a little secret, Lalo. When we eat your fries, there's no calories in it. If we order them, then there's calories in it. So if we take a couple yeah. of yours, then we just, we're just we still eating healthy. <laughs> now you know. Yeah, she said that. <laughs> That's just, I, I thought everyone knew that. Apparently, we need to spread the word to all you guys that we steal French fries from. I do the same thing. When we order, like, if we get something from fast food, I'm like, no, I don't want to eat. But I'm like, hey, can I take a little bite? Okay. Oh, yum. Oh, so thank you so much. Thank you. But I'm still eating healthy. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you didn't order. Did you order fast food? Nope, I did not order I, fast food. I did food. not. But can I have a couple of those fries? Okay, cool. Two handfuls later. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> Where my fries go? You guys should really eat healthier, you know? <laughs> Coming up here in the dirt, an A-list Hollywood star is injured in Las Vegas. We have those details in about 10 minutes. And tickets for you to Disneyland at 940. Here are those details. Ed Sheeran, Bad Habits. He was performing last night on the MTV Video Music Awards. More on that coming up here in the dirt. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Let's start with Kate Beckinsale, who was rushed to the hospital here in Las Vegas. Her back went out so bad on Friday morning that she needed to get an ambulance. She's been staying at the MGM Grand as she's filming the movie Prisoner's Daughter here in Las Vegas. She started Friday off in the emergency room. She was still there on Saturday. Not sure if she's still there as of today, but man, that, that she must have been in some serious pain to go to the emergency room. Yeah, that's really scary. I'm glad. I, I think she's doing better. I don't know where she is, but yeah, that's crazy. So Alanis Morissette is coming to terms with the fact that several men took advantage of her when she was an up-and-coming pop star. In her new HBO documentary called Jagged, she says, quote, it took me years in therapy to even admit there had been any kind of victimization on my part. I would always say I was consenting. And then I'd be reminded, like, hey, you were 15. You were not consenting at 15. Now I'm like, oh, yeah, they're all pals. It's all statutory rape. Alana says she did tell some people at the time, but it fell on deaf ears. She didn't name any of the men. And also, she's no longer cooperating with the makers of the documentary Jagged anymore because she's not happy with the finished product. Jeez, that I mean, that's just a horrible thing to hear about how she did tell people, but nobody even really cared. Yeah, it's it's a sad situation. Yeah. Uh, no date yet on when this documentary is coming out either, but it'll be on HBO when it does come out. So the MTV VMAs were last night. Video of the year, Lil Nas X, Montero. Artist of the year was Justin Bieber. Olivia Rodrigo, big night for her. She won Best New Artist and also Song of the Year for Driver's License. Here she is last night. There are a lot of people who will try to dim your light, but speaking your mind and sharing your heart are the most beautiful things in the world. And here's to that. Thank you again. BTS won Group of the Year, and then the Foo Fighters won the U.S. Global Icon Award. Here are the Foo Fighters. We've been a band for 26 years, so feels pretty good. But we'd like to thank uh, all of the people at MTV, past and present. Thank you all very much for this award. We'll see you in 26 years.
That was really cool to see them there, and they sounded great, and they're coming to town. Uh, they just don't slow down, Foo Fighters. They're they awesome. Don't stop. So th- last night, it was TMZ, this, this went down. They say that Conor McGregor and, and Machine Gun Kelly, they got into a little bit of a fight out there on the red carpet. Apparently, um, Conor asked Machine Gun Kelly for a photo. And he denied him. And that apparently escalated into him pushing Connor, who stumbled back and spilled his drink. Here's some audio of the scuffle that went down last night between Connor McGregor and Machine Gun Kelly. Scuffle, security steps in, bodyguards step in. I feel like Conor McGregor's always getting into scuffles anywhere he goes. It's like, uh, we know that's your job. Could you just stop for a little while, please? <laughs> yeah, just let it go. <laughs> he couldn't do a photo. Yeah, just move no. on. Take your cane and move on. Uh, last one here. Black, Pink are now the most subscribed artists on YouTube, surpassing Justin Bieber. They have 65.2 million subscribers on YouTube. Uh, Lisa just came out with her solo album. Did you listen to it, Steph? I know uh, La Lisa is your favorite. She's my girl. I haven't listened to the whole album, but I did watch some videos. And oh, the dancing! She looks good too. I like the bob, like the hair, the short haircut bob look that she had going on for for. I, I think it was. I don't know which video it was, but we were watching it this weekend. She looks really good. She's who, hot. Who did the cover? Uh, someone just covered Alicia Keys' song. Do you know who? which one did that? Was that Ro- Rosé? It may have been Rosé. I'm not sure. I heard that. It sounded really good. So there you go, Blackpink. Are you one of the 62.5 million subscribers? Uh, I'm not personally, but my daughters both are, <laughs> 100%. <laughs> one hour from right now, tickets for you to see Michael Buble. He'll be at T-Mobile Arena on Friday, September 24th. We got your tickets next hour when you win. Heads up. Mix 94.1. I just wanted to hear the very end of that. <laughs> it's a fun little ending that most people talk over. <laughs> kind of winds down. It's uh, it's Mercedes in the morning, 7.30. I don't even know where to start, you guys. You are amazing, first of all. Uh, thank you all for such kind messages and tweets and DMs and just sharing the series of tweets that I sent out on Thursday night, honestly, not expecting the response that I got. I really thought maybe a couple people would share, some people in the Denver area, and this turned into a huge thing. If you missed it, I uh, sent out a series of tweets just kind of reflecting on on 9-11 and something that my dad did that I've told the story on the show before, and, and my my aunt and I were talking about it. She asked me to write something up because she wanted to post something about it on her Facebook page for the 20th anniversary of 9-11. I didn't really want to, but I was like, oh, okay. So I, I did it. I copy and pasted it. I put, I put it on Twitter, tr- hoping to, to maybe just get some attention to find the people that were involved in it. And it just, it blew up. It blew up. And Friday was really a crazy day because I think I told you when I got in in the morning, I woke up and I thought my account got hacked because there was just so many shares and comments and I didn't know what was going on. So over the weekend, I, I tried to make my way through all of these comments and and messages that I was getting. And a lot of messages were just of support saying really nice things about what my father did on September 11th. And it wasn't like I was trying to get him all the glory. It was it, it, there were so many heroes that day, people that did way bigger things than than get a little caravan together. My goal was to try to find the people in the caravan. That was really what I was trying to do. And um 
I got I got some messages, um, some messages from people that said I was in that I was in that van. And so I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, write them back. Please tell me. You know, can you tell me more? Can I give you my number? And then phew, disappear. A lot of these are accounts with like no profile picture oh. recently opened. Mm-hmm. So I was like, OK, I'm not going to I'm not going to ignore it because it could be real. Maybe they just heard about the story and then they this is their first time on Twitter. So. You know, I, a lot of dead ends, a, a, a lot of them. And um, then I had um, a listener send me a screenshot of a conversation that's going on in a private Facebook group that you have to apply to get into. And I've applied and they've not yet approved me. But it's like one of those Facebook groups where people try to solve mysteries and, and things like that. So apparently someone posted it. And she sh- this this listener sent me a screenshot of a conversation they're having in it. And this girl says, oh, my God, my dad might be one of them. And so someone else says, let us know. And she said, I will. I need to ask my dad about it Sunday. And then they kind of talked about that. So I'm trying to get in there, see if I can find this person. Um, but I haven't been approved yet. And then this morning I get a message, a direct message on Twitter from uh, someone. And uh, this is my best hope yet uh they said hey my dad was one of the people your dad drove home to denver it's crazy my dad's been telling me that story for years and all my friends sent me your tweet so i i sent him back a message saying can can i please email you can we connect if you're comfortable if you prefer here's my email I gave it to him um and i've yet to hear back but this this is from an account that you know is not new there's a there is an email on there, but I just don't want to overstep my bounds yet. I just want to make sure they're comfortable talking to me because a lot of people don't want the attention and I'm not trying to get anyone attention. I just want to have a conversation. Yeah. And that's your whole goal of this whole yeah. thing was not to see it wasn't attention seeking no. at all. It was to try to find some of these people, put the pieces of the puzzle together because your, your father passed away and you want to put the pieces of the, the puzzle together for this incredible story that happened 20 years ago because you want the story to live on with all the details and I, it would be amazing to talk to one person that was in that car and just what would they, you say? What were the conversations that were had? Well, you know, what transpired in that car, the ride from Omaha to Denver? And that sounds like a solid lead. I'm sure. I don't think you're overstepping any bounds by reaching out to that that person. I think it's a great thing because they reached out to you. This other group, though, the, the Mystery Solvers Facebook page, yeah, yeah. the person that sent you the screenshot, so they must be in that group. Do they have any updates or anything? They're in that group, and I, I said, can you please keep me posted? And they didn't respond either, but then I was looking at the rules of the group, uh-huh. and it said, absolutely no screenshots of this group. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I better not tell them who gave me the screenshot, so I'm just going to apply to it. But a, cu- a couple of things, too. When you put that tweet out on Thursday night, I didn't see it until Friday morning, and it was one of those tweets, and I think maybe everyone's seen this, was something that's gone viral. You're looking at a tweet, and literally as you're looking at it, like the likes are just, it's like a, it's a counter. Yeah. They're just going up. Retweets, comments just going up. That's how it was pretty much every time I would open up on Friday and even on Saturday, that thing would be constantly, constantly ticking up, which is just crazy because it is such a remarkable story. Your dad picks up these seven strangers. He gives them a ride back home. And, and, and I watched a lot of 9-11 stuff over the weekend. And just to think of the chaos of that moment when that plane landed, there were so many rumors and misinformation out there. We didn't have social media. You couldn't get all the facts out there. I just remember being in D.C., all these other rumors, like the White House was hit. There's smoke from this. There was rumors everywhere. But your dad had the whereabouts to put all that, all those distractions aside. 
and get a, get a car, not just a car, a car for seven people, and then to grab those seven people and give them the ride back because there are people stranded for days that couldn't get a car. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. He was always kind of forward thinking like that. And I just, that's why I'm really curious about the whole situation because there were a lot of holes in that story that I did not know. And one of the great things to come out of this is th- that so many of my dad's former coworkers have reached out to me. I got this email from one of his coworkers. Um, he wrote, Good grief, Mercedes. Irene and I were watching the Channel 4 News this evening. <laughs> Any message that starts with good grief <laughs> is amazing in he's itself. so sweet. This man that used to work with my dad, he's like, and all of a sudden, you were on the screen, along with the story about your dad driving a group of people back to Denver after they were grounded. Your dad came into my office a few days after 9-11 and told me about his adventure. I remember thinking, how much did you stick those people for that ride? But then he told me that he did it at no charge to them. I used to laugh when your dad would do things like drive all over the place looking for the cheapest gasoline before returning the rental car on a business trip. I also remember a trip to Dallas when he rented the cheapest car and then tried to sweet talk the attendant into a complimentary upgrade. (laughs) She wasn't biting on that. Hey, darling. (laughs) You have pretty eyes. (laughs) But the fact is that your dad was a very generous and thoughtful person. I particularly remember him giving me a bottle of La Jota wine during one of our lunch get-togethers. That was a very special bottle. Good luck in finding those seven people. I'm I'm sure they'll show it um, later on the news as well. Um, So that was from one of his coworkers. Um, This was from one of his secretaries. She, She wrote it to me and my mom. She said, I just wanted to tell you what a wonderful and thoughtful showing of Emilio on last night's next program. It took me right back to the days after 9-11 and Emilio telling Charlene and me of his actions and helping those people get back to Denver brought tears to my eyes and a lot of emotion. I miss him so much. Very nicely done. So if if anything, if I don't connect with any of the seven, it's connecting with uh, some of these co-workers and, and, and she booked his travel. So she let us know like, yeah, he was working on a project in a town called Defiance, Ohio. And that's why he was in Ohio. And she she kind of filled in the blanks that we didn't know about yeah as to why he was there i knew his work but i didn't know where what he was doing there and, and stuff like that the, the comments are just incredible some of the comments that, that I, I found myself going down the, the rabbit hole of just reading all these comments that on the original tweet on saturday it, i mean your dad 20 years later affected people in such a positive way there's one gentleman who's who served our country who was having ptsd uh seeing all the footage but he saw your tweet and it calmed him down i'm like just Affecting that one person is incredible, and you you, you guys affected hundreds of thousands of people with this simple tweet on well, on Thursday night. I couldn't I couldn't have gotten the word out, and we couldn't have done that without you guys and yeah, all of you who who shared the tweet. JC, I know you shared it. Um, it's just. I, I, I didn't think it. I thought maybe if I got 10 retweets, I'd be that would be some progress. <laughs> um, I, I lost count. And when Dan Rather shares it in his uh, weekly newsletter, my dad would just laugh. He, he would be so honored because that was his guy. He was all about Dan Rather. And so um, I was talking to my mom about it. Can you believe that about Dan Rather? I'm like, I know, right? Dad would have. She's like, oh, you don't understand. That was his idol. (laughs) I know, I do understand. We weren't allowed to speak when Dan Rather was on the television. That was the rule. But also, let's let's break that down. Like, what are the set of circumstances that brought that to Dan Rather's attention? So you, so you put it out. I don't think Dan Rather follows you on on Twitter. Oh yeah, 
I know. Why doesn't he? <laughs> no, he should. But then obviously someone that, you know, he follows, retweets it. He sees it. You know, you just see Dan Rather on his phone, like, reading the whole thread and just being moved. Like, you know what? Let me share this with my, with my friends and family. Yeah. It was, it's just crazy. So, again, many thanks to all of you who just, even if you gave it a like or whatever, it helps spread the word. And... I'll keep you posted. It sounds like I have a legit chance of, of connecting with someone here. I, I really hope this, this guy is is the real thing because the other one's kind of, I think they were just kind of messing with me, but I think this one is is a real connect. Sounds that way, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. They're not scared to give, give you information. Okay, coming up here next is the hot three. So what do you have for us? If you are planning to travel for the holidays, today is a very important day. We'll tell you why coming up. Also, what is the number one way that we relax and let our hair down? And a phone scammer convinced a woman to do this. Would you ever, ever do something like this? It's all coming up next in the hot three. The Kid Leroy, Justin Bieber, the song is Stay. They opened up the VMAs last night with that song, and then Justin Bieber won Artist of the Year. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3, it is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. More people are planning to travel for the holidays this year now that they're vaccinated. So what's the best time to book your flight? A trap app, uh, travel app called Hopper, they use an algorithm that looks at some of the travel trends and prices from other years, and it found that today is the best day to buy your tickets. This week is a good time to book flights in general, especially for Christmas, but tickets might be slightly more expensive by Friday than they are today. If you're not ready to book yet, they do say prices probably won't skyrocket until late October. Once we hit November, though, prices for flights around Thanksgiving are going to spike 40%, and the same thing happens in the last few weeks before Christmas. The good news is Thanksgiving flights are expected to be 11% cheaper than normal this year, but... Flights for Christmas will be 10% more expensive than they were in 2019. The cheapest day to fly for Thanksgiving is on Thanksgiving, but Monday of that week is also pretty cheap. And if you don't mind getting in last minute, flights on Christmas Eve tend to be cheaper than other days. But Tuesday, the 21st, is also good. The most expensive days to fly are the Sunday after Thanksgiving and December 26th, which also falls on a Sunday this year. You mentioned maybe trying to get up there and see your family for, for Thanksgiving. Did you look at any of the flights? No, I think we're going to do uh, something here. Mm. I think we're going to, we decided with some friends uh, over the weekend, we're going to do Thanksgiving here. I think we're going to do an Italian Thanksgiving. Because we're all like, we don't really like turkey that much. We all love Italian food. So why not just make it an Italian Thanksgiving? We can have turkey meatballs. And everyone's like, yeah, that's a great idea. So I think that's what we're going to do this year. So great Thanksgiving. How about you? Um, we'll definitely be here for Thanksgiving. I think my wife's, her, her aunt and uncle, Walt and Liz, I think they're planning on coming out here for Thanksgiving, which will be great. And then the plan is for us for to go home for Christmas. I haven't looked at any flights, haven't looked at hotel, haven't looked at anything. But that is still what we're talking about is getting back home for Christmas. You should just buy the tickets now and, yeah. and because they're going to go up. And just buy them, have them, and then you can always cancel. Yeah, it's, that's you so know? true. That's actually, that's actually a very smart move. And I have some credits, too, because I had some trips on Southwest that I, that I canceled this year. So I have a Southwest credit. I got a JetBlue credit. so Or no, a Frontier credit. So, yeah, that's not a bad move. Let's just sit here while you do that. Otherwise, look, you're not going to do it. We'll wait. 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 We'll wait.
just you know otherwise you know your day's going to get away from you you're going to yeah just uh, yeah no, i don't know but if you say at least i have my tickets so if i want to do it i'm good to go so uh, southwest is loading okay so mm-hmm. um i'll do some of the other stories i'll let I'll you know what the this. ticket is i'll let you know <laughs> um so when do you want me to go uh well, what, whatever is easiest for you okay, you know right. that's your call okay. um we have some time off around that time so whenever you're able to okay so sure age is just a number but if you had to pick which age would you say is the most fun there's a new poll out, and the average answer was 24 years old. Makes sense. You have plenty of energy. You're making some money. You can drink. You probably don't have a ton of obligations yet. 40% of people said the older that you get, the harder it is to find time to get together with friends and socialize. And 75% said it's important to plan stuff ahead of time so you have something to look forward to. Okay, I looked. Uh, I didn't hear the last story because I was booking a, a flight online. That's okay. Um, I went with Southwest flying into Baltimore because we'll see my wife's family first on the 19th and then coming back on the 27th. I mean, flying out there, there's a nonstop flight at night, which is 308 bucks. Do it. It's a lot. That. That's a lot, though. That seems like. But that's the East no, that's Coast, a, I guess, that, right? Yeah, for East Coast, that's fantastic. See, because I'm used to just flying over to Denver uh, or L.A. And so it's like, well, that's, that sounds like a, a lot. But for the East Coast, that's probably good. Here's the rib. Coming back home. Yeah. I picked the 27th. Um, 780. Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Can you come back on a different day? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, look. Yeah, that's that's too much. Let's try coming back on Tuesday, the 28th. And that changes it too. It's still a 700 range. Oh, Man. no. I, if you do like Google it and like they'll find the cheapest days. Oh, well, okay. Like don't pick, don't pick a specific day. Have it. Isn't there an option where you say like my dates are flexible? Yeah. 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 yeah do that. Okay. That way you can see what's cheaper. Well, you see this, you know, talk about opening up your eyes and stuff. This opened my eyes to if we're going to go home, we need to move fast. Yeah. Could yeah. you imagine it getting more expensive than oh that? Gosh. That's a lot. They're, they're like, hey, come on out to Baltimore. It's cheap. Ugh. Yeah. Now try getting back home. That's what we're going to get you. Exactly. Finally, this morning, this might be one of the weirdest and meanest phone scams I've ever seen. An out of work model in Utah named Megan Randolph claims a scammer convinced her to shave her own head and her eyebrows, too. So she got a text from someone claiming to be with the hair care brand Redken, and they offered to pay her several hundred bucks to film herself doing an at-home haircut. The more hair she cut off, the more they would pay. Well, whoever sent the text knew her name and apparently knew she was a model, but it seemed suspicious, so she and her husband looked into it first. She says they Googled the number and found something that said it was associated with Redken. And when they called it, they got a voicemail that seemed legit. Plus, Redkin has done some videos on at-home hair care during the pandemic. So they decided it was weird, but a legit offer to make some money on the side. And if she completely buzzed her head and eyebrows, they said they'd pay her several thousand dollars. So she went for it. She filmed the whole thing. And once it was done, she tried to reach back out to the same number, but it was disconnected. And that's when she realized it was a scam. She says she's speaking out to make sure it does not happen to anyone else. She shaved her head and eyebrows because the person on the other end of the phone said she'd make some money if she did it. Sign me up. I mean, are there photos of this poor girl. Yeah, there are. You, uh-huh. Yeah, you can check them out online. Um, that's something where you're going to have to Venmo me the money first and then the action comes. I'm not going to do that until and still like 
What's the, the hair? Maybe, but not the eyebrows. The yeah. eyebrows stay, baby. <laughs> How much did she get? A thousand bucks? They said they they promised her several thousand dollars. Okay, would you shave your entire head, including eyebrows, for two thousand dollars? No. Nope. Uh, would you? Nope. No, no, no. Ten thousand. Eyebrows too? I would do the hair, but not the eyebrows. Yeah, eyebrows. Eyebrows is twenty thousand. Because that takes a long time to grow back. I, you know, sometimes I go on a plucking spree and I'm like, ah, dang it. Now this is going to take forever to grow back. Like, what was I thinking? And don't pluck first thing in the morning when you're still sleeping. Oh, it's Disastrous, bad. disastrous. Don't, don't drink and pluck either. Oh, boy, yes. <laughs> Coming up in the 9 o'clock hour, there's tickets for you to Disneyland. We got them for you today. 9.40, a four-pack of tickets for you to Disneyland. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. It is 8 o'clock and Monday morning, a big... Monday night football game tonight. The Raiders take on the Ravens. A lot of people getting excited for that one. Uh, We're going to the game, and I'm excited, but at the same time, we were talking about it earlier. It's like, if you have a home team that you already cheer for, what, what do you do? Do you, I still go for Las Vegas right you, now. You'll be rooting for the Raiders. Yeah, it's the game one of the Vegas. season. Yeah, <laughs> you can go all in tonight. You can even wear Raider stuff if you want to do it. Now, if we're later on in the season and the Raiders and Broncos are battling it out for first place and it's a must-win situation, you need the Raiders to lose. Different different story. But tonight, game one, <laughs> first one, full house tonight, 60-plus thousand fans. You go all in on the Raiders tonight. If you sit in those fancy seats, the like the club ones, woo! so nice i we, we don't we do not sit there but i'm always, <laughs> always i always see that like the club areas like there's the twitch lounge and then they have those ones like the wind seats that are on that like little club Ooh, you fancy those look super cool <laughs> those are for the rich people <laughs> yes they are and uh, hey you you work hard for your money Heck you spend yeah. it how you want to spend it that looks really cool i i'm guessing that that is worth the price. If you have the cash to do it, that has got to be worth the price. Heck yeah, by that kind of money, those are the kind of seats that I would get. Absolutely. You know, I was talking to my wife about this, about when you were a little kid, you know, as an adult, I see that. I see someone in there, I'm like, they've got money, they've deserved it, good for you. But as a kid, were there things that you thought it meant someone was rich? Like, for example, I was talking to my wife about our driveway. I don't like, I don't like the positioning of our driveway. We started talking about driveways, and I told her, I remember growing up in our neighborhood, there was a house... And we all have just like regular driveways, but they had like a U-shaped driveway that you could pull in and literally park, get out of your car and walk right into the front door. And then you can come out, get in your car and just drive straight out of your driveway. It was like a U-shape that went through the front yard. And to me, that was the fanciest thing ever. I'm like, they have such a big driveway. They must be so rich. They just had a big driveway. A long that. driveway does signify like fanciness. You <laughs> it know? is fancy, right? Yeah, I can I can agree with that one. You know, what I'm talking about that U shape that comes in. You yeah, can enter, yeah, like in and out. Yeah, yeah. Stop it's not fa- back up. It's no. just pull right through. <laughs> what? That's a good question to ask, like kids, because that's what you thought when you were a kid. That meant someone was rich. What about kids now? If you're a kid, one of our junior listeners, 702-364-9400 is our number. Call up really quick. What makes you think someone is rich? Just it could be anything. But you see it and you're like, oh, that person, they must be rich. What is it for you? 702-364-9400. As a kid, it was a if you had a pool. Like we lived in Colorado. It, it, it's not like Las Vegas where a lot of people have pools. That was just only for rich people in Colorado. <laughs> there was like, whoa, you have a pool. And there was one pool in my neighborhood, the Shep Keys. And they, wow, we were just like, whoa. And they had a, a slide too. Holy. Oh hit the lottery. my gosh. Jackpot. I was just like, what? That was, that to me said, okay, these guys are rich. 
what do you think it is now? 702-364-9400 for the younger kids. What signifies it? I actually have my daughter on the phone. She hasn't gone into school yet. I asked her to call in. Oh, good. Hi, Brooklyn. Hi. <laughs> Did you hear what we were talking about? Yeah. Okay, so what makes you think that someone is rich just by seeing them? Um, well, let's say own off-white dunks. Off-white dunks. That's <laughs> shoes. Yeah, it's a kind of it's a kind of sh- it's a kind of ni- like Nike dunks, but they're if they're the off-whites, they have like this. It's just a thing. Yeah, it's a sneaker thing. Okay, off-white dunks. What else? Um, if you have season tickets to something, um, yeah, like if you have like tickets to like uh like sports game or like a concert. A lot. Okay. Are you with your friends right now? Yeah, sorry. I'm outside, so everyone's, like, screaming. You know how I could tell? You talk different to me when you're around oh, your friends. You, I think Do you, you sound hear? great. Oh, you sound like, hi, <laughs> off-white dogs. <laughs> I'm the calm one. <laughs> oh okay, go to school. Go learn something, please. Bye, Brooklyn. I love you. It's good Bye. to hear from you. She sound, she's trying to sound all old. And like cool when she talks to me, she's like, "Hi!" Aww. And she was trying to sound all cool in front of her friends. You can't embarrass her. Aww. She's by her friends. Oh man, <laughs> Zayl talked she's to like, us. Can we ever do Brooklyn theater? She'd outgrow that stuff. Oh, she'd probably be like, "Oh, hi, it's Brooklyn <laughs> theater." <laughs> all sassy about it. Zay, good morning. Good morning. Hey, how old are you? I am 10 years old. Okay, Zay, tell us, be honest. What do you, what do you see with someone, like, can they own that they have that makes you think that they're, they're rich? When they have, like, fancy clothes and an expensive car. Ooh, what kind of cars do you think are expensive? Uh, oh, a Lamborghini. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> I've never seen a poor person driving a Lamborghini. <laughs> not that I would know if they were poor or not, but yeah, that's a that's a real good one. Thank you, Zay. What else was in your neighborhood? Because I remember the same thing with the pools. That there were just a handful of people that had a pool in our neighborhood. One person had a diving board at their on their pool, which made, made me think they're just billionaires. And then there was a guy in my neighborhood. He didn't have a pool, but he had tennis courts. Oh wow, tennis courts! I nobody had one of those. They oh, you know what? If they gave out full size candy bars at. That Halloween, I thought they were. Rich. Oh yes, yeah. Or there was a there was a realtor in my neighborhood, uh-huh. Ted, Ted Jacobs. He would he would give out a it was like a Ziploc baggie of like six different kinds of. They were all fun size, uh-huh. but it was like a baggie of treats. And he put his business card in there. So every year we'd look for Ted Jacobs, a uh, little Heck candy yeah. stash. He gave away the best stuff. Did you have ma- a mailbox at your house growing up? Like you went, you yes. went to any of the driveway and mailbox? Still do. Save my parents and us growing up. It was like a, a tin thing. It was just it had our address on it, the numbers on it. That was it. But there were people in the neighborhood that had fancy mailboxes. It looked like a house. This whole gimmick and everything. They were the rich people. Yeah, there was a mailbox in ours, and it was like we had a wood, like a, just a plain metal one, uh-huh. and theirs was made out of wood, and it looked like a log cabin or some sort of barn. And then the flag to put up when you have mail, it was a rooster. <laughs> so it looked like there was a rooster standing on the barn. It was so cool. Uh, some of the text coming in a fridge with an ice maker, having a three-car garage. Seven-year-old Luke says, fancy clothes, 
and they wear necklaces and with money symbols on it. <laughs> I'm so rich, I gotta wear a money symbol on here just so you know. No, it's That's all awesome. great stuff. <laughs> Lots of uh, stuff still to come before 10 o'clock. 9.40, don't forget, there's tickets for you to Disneyland in less than 15 minutes. Michael Bublé, T-Mobile Arena. We've got your tickets when you win. Heads up. Lauren's kicking off 60-plus minutes, commercial-free, and you're going to be hanging out with Michael Buble. He'll be in concert on Friday, September 24th. We have your tickets in less than five minutes. I was driving to work this morning, and I was leaving my neighborhood, and guess what I saw? A coyote. No, not a coyote. That would be you. Yes. I saw... The water authority. They were patrolling, were they? Yes, early, like really early. And one of our neighbors, they were watering, and I don't think they were supposed to be watering, and they were stopped there, and I think they were getting video, and I was like, oh. But I thought about it. Like, they come to our neighborhood quite a bit. I think there was some issues in our neighborhood. I think that most of them have been, you know, are under control, but... um. I remember we were going on a walk one night and we saw the water authority and they were there and they were parked and the there was a lady that was working for them and she was outside and she was putting in one of those little flags, the warning flags. Mm-hmm. And my husband just goes, how's it going? And she looks and she's like, fine. And he's like, have a good night. She's like, thanks. Like she was very standoffish. And I said, you're not sweet talking her. And he's like, what do you mean? I go, oh, she thinks you were sweet talking her. So you don't get any of those tickets. She has to stay focused and she can't be nice because if she shows preferential treatment, then that's, you know, the respect is lost. So there's certain jobs, though, that I think people just automatically dislike you. Like when I saw that truck in the neighborhood this morning, I'm like, oh, boy, oh, gosh. And I'm like, we're not watering, right? We changed our clocks. Yes, we did. Okay, but it, what's the job? Who has a job where just people don't even know you? They automatically dislike you just because of what you do. 702-364-9400. Growing up, my buddy Rob Joyce, and I never understood this joke, but his dad worked for the IRS. Oh. He would tell people, and people were like, oh, ooh. I never understood why people reacted that way. I'm like, it just works for the IRS. I, yeah, as a little kid, I understand. But then as you get older, I think people dis- dislike people that work for the IRS. So they just, I think IRS agents get a bad rap. I was audited once, and I'll be honest, they were the nicest people ever. The nicest people ever. But I think overall, when you're IRS, people kind of shiver. Yeah, because it means you're being audited. (laughs) And I'm glad you had a good experience, but my guess is if you had the choice to be audited or not to be audited, you would pick not to be audited. Oh, yes. Uh, (laughs) But I remember when I found that I was was getting audited, because there was an issue with my taxes. My wife's social security number was written down wrong. And also all that insider trading. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. sorry. But I remember finally figuring out what... Money laundering. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? I remember figuring out what was going wrong, and, and, the, and the, the IRS agent on the phone get ready to fix everything to put down that we filed. It was just an error. And then she, I remember she goes, uh-oh. Well, you don't want to hear an IRS agent say, uh-oh. I go, uh-oh, what? She goes, your file was sent down to the audit department. I can't do anything about it. Like, no. At least she just say, uh-oh, spaghetti. <laughs> Then even that would she, have been really bad. But even she was, I, she, you know, I'm about to get audited. And her response was, uh-oh. <laughs> That's not a good sign. <laughs> that is the worst sign. What's a job that people dislike you automatically, don't even know you, water authority, IRS? Let's talk to Ricky at 702-364-9400. Hi, Ricky. What is it for you? Hey, good. Uh, what I, I, I'm an insurance agent here in town. Uh-oh. And, uh, <laughs> I'm just anytime kidding. Anytime somebody gets a renewal, it's. 
why did my rates go up? And it's understandable. And I just want to scream back in the phone. It's like, I didn't do it. Therapeutic. Get it out. I don't know what company you're an insurance agent for, Ricky, but we should find out because I just want to be like, let it out. Yell at me, scream at me when I ask questions. Thank you so much for calling. You sound awesome, Ricky. Uh, Catherine says, TSA, people don't like people that work in TSA. I do. Like, they're not always super friendly, but I get it. They have to focus. They have a job to do. But sometimes they'll be like, hey, how's it going? And they're like, fine. Yeah, but if they're, they're also doing their, their job, too, because you, you go through and you bought that bottle of water and you forgot and you're going through TSA and, like, you can't bring that through. Like, oh, please. Like, no, it's the rolls. You can't bring it through. No, like, just Ricky. for you. Go <laughs> ahead. Come on. You look like a nice person. Jeez. This one uh, says the car extended warranty people. Oh, you got me there. I can't say anything nice about those people. No, I'm just kidding. They just call too much. They just call a lot. And, I, you know, maybe people buy that. I never even thought about buying that car extended warranty. Have you? I, no, I just wanted them to stay on top of things. I get stuff like my Mustang. Like you, Your extended warranty is up on your Mustang. Would you like to redo? I'm like, uh, if you can find it, it was totaled and sent to the uh, junkyard. It's like, it's like, at least stay on top of stuff. Yeah. Or do you cover that? It's in the junkyard. Yeah. I would like that actually. Now, uh, will I get my money back for it? That's, that's definitely one. What about dentist? Mm, I mean, I love my dentist, but I don't look forward to going to my appointments. I'll say that. If you're going in for just a cleaning or something, it's cool. But if you find out there's something wrong and you have to start drilling, that's a different story. Ah, even for the appointments, I'm kind of like, eh, because then I got to figure out how am I going to get a year's worth of flossing into one week? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take a lot. Oh, do you floss every day? <laughs> what? As your gums are bleeding. <laughs> I mean, I try. Don't always accomplish that, but whatever. Right, I, have, I have a dentist appointment on Friday, as a oh, matter of fact. And I'm just like, oh, gosh. <laughs> Start flossing. Can you go for me as well? Yeah, right. No. I'm going to pull a JC and cancel last minute. Yeah, t- <laughs> 10 minutes prior. They know when I book, they they don't even, they fake book it. Like, oh, sure, JC. Yeah. We'll see you on the 22nd. You're all set. Uh, <laughs> oh, something came up. <laughs> um, What? Oh, me going home. <laughs> that came up. The back of my eyelids when I take a nap? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> right now, we want caller 20, 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You get to play heads up, and it's going to be a fun prize. We have your tickets to see Michael Buble. He's going to be at the T-Mobile Arena coming up. Oh my gosh, September 24th. If you want to go, all you got to do is be caller 20 right now. Pick your category, pick your partner. You get six and 60 seconds and you win. 702-364-9400. It's Doja Cat and SZA. The song Kiss Me More. That won a VMA last night for best collaboration. It's Mix 94.1. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Hey, Sarah, you're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Yes, I am. All right. We have three categories for you to choose from because Thursday and Friday, it's actually our Four Corners Food Drive Telethon. So we'll be skipping Heads Up on those days. So three to choose from today. First of all, do you want to go with Let's Be Frank, Hollywood, or Safety First? Um... Let's be frank. Let's be frank. Okay, National Hot Dog Day was this past Friday. So these are all different hot dog toppings. Okay? Oh goodness. <laughs> who, who do you want to who, who do you want to pick as your partner? Uh, let's go ahead with you, Mercedes. Okay. Sherry got this. 60 seconds on the clock. Real simple. Just get six correct. Okay. 
And you'll get tickets to go see Michael Bublé, and you start now. This is a spicy pepper. You put them on nachos also. Jalapeno? Yes. This is a red thing that you squirt on. Yep. This is um, pickles sliced up very finely um, that you put on Um, mustard and this green. uh, Pass. Pass. Okay. (laughs) Um, uh, Cheddar, Colby, all types of mozzarella. Different. Um, cheese. Yes. This is, um, you cut these and they make you cry. Uh, onion. Yes. This is a, a breakfast meat made out of pig slices of uh, the other one. It goes in a BLT. Uh, bacon. Yes. This is, um, you might put this on Texas style um, with beans and meat it, and it's it's spicy. Uh, pass. Okay. Ten pass. seconds. This is a yellow French's. Um, mustard. Yes! Oh my goodness, we got it in the nick of time, Sarah. Congratulations! Awesome. (laughs) Great prize you just won, Sarah. Tickets to Michael Bublé T-Mobile Arena on Friday, September 24th. And the winning continues next hour, 940. We've got a four-pack of tickets for you to the Disneyland Resort. It's Mix 94.1. Machine Gun Kelly, my ex's best friend on Mix 94.1. He was a winner last night at the MTV VMAs, performer also. And I have to say, he and Megan Fox on that red carpet, oh my gosh, they look so good. Especially, especially Megan Fox. Oh my, my yeah. gosh. That dress was unbelievable. I, I still, I'm seeing so many pictures of it this morning and I just can't stop staring. It, she just looks fantastic. Her dress and then that one outfit that Doja Cat came wearing. That They're just like it wrapped Which around one? her head. The one with the chair on her head? The, the one, the thing that wrapped around her head. Oh, the, the worm one? Yeah, the worm she thing. She had so many crazy <laughs> costumes. That was so funny. Full VMA, VMA recap next hour in What's Trending. I, it, I think old people are amazing, but I also think it's so funny. They're a point there comes an age and i don't know what it is but all of a sudden like that filter just turns off and they say whatever they want to say and they get away with it too which i find very funny do you give them the old person pass yeah the old person pass because i had to give someone the old person pass on friday afternoon i was out at viva las vegas the big rockabilly festival that was here in town and they had had a car show out there and i was out there for las vegas now doing a thing with some of the cars and i was walking by and there was a guy that had this old harley davidson and it was like from the 1950s and I, I've seen it before at Meekum Auto Auctions before. And I said to the guy, I'm like, that's a beautiful bike. Did you buy it at Meekum this past fall? And he looks at me and he goes, no. I'm like, oh, like, where'd you get it? And he says, you ever heard of the gentleman, uh, the, the, the races of the gentleman? And I said, no, no, I have not. And, he's, oh, and he goes, you got one of those computers? And I'm like, yeah, I do. He goes, well, you should use that computer to look it up. Oh my gosh! Oh Someone my God. is having a bad day. I'm like, okay. Jeez. I'm Excuse like, me. I'm like, all right. And then just it's trying to make conversation. I just thought your Harley was really cool, but just the way you said it too is you got one of them computers. I'm like, uh, yeah. You mean those newfangled devices? <laughs> yeah, I got one of them. And I'm going. I'm like, yeah, I do. You should use it to look it up. I'm like, okay. But then like his wife jumped in. I think his wife felt bad, and she started to describe what the race was in New Jersey. And I'm sorry, it's the race of the gentleman is the race. And she's like, she tells me, well, the race is really cool. She I think she was jumping in to cover for his rudeness. But you know what? That, that, that old man, he didn't care. This kid doesn't know the race of the gentleman. He didn't feel like giving the backstory. So you know what, kid? You got a computer? Yes? Use it. Look it up. What, what's the most offensive thing that someone, you know, like a grandparent said to you or, or someone that was older that just didn't care? What did they say? And was it, was it bad? Was it just they just didn't care? 
and they it needed to be said they they don't have a filter not not all of them some do but yeah it just uh, you catch them on the wrong time of the day and they're just not feeling you 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 might get some some phrases thrown your way that you just don't want to hear 702-364-9400 have you ever had an old person uh, come at you my grandma was pretty nice about things if she talked about you as behind your back and i heard her talking about me behind my back a couple of times where she thought i couldn't hear and i was on the other room and i'd be like i could just hear like hello what i'm like grandma did you just call me fat she's like no i didn't say that no i'm like yes you did it's right when i came back from college and i gained the freshman 15 and my grandma was talking crap about me to my aunt and i'm like did she say something about me she's like no and but you could tell they're both like she's like no get out of here I didn't say anything about you I'm like yes you did I know you did it, that that was a a common thing Grandma did it behind your back in my house Grandma yeah I know seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred what was it what was the thing that that older person said to you was it an insult were they were just mean were they having a bad day did you overhear them saying something like Mercedes Grandma sometimes uh, just it, it, someone you don't even know or at the grocery store and they're just like move. <laughs> Like, wow, okay. And you just, like I said, give them the pass because, you know, they've got respect. You know what? I'm not going to get into it with you. One, it's just not worth it. Two, you're the older person, so people are going to take your side. (laughs) What can I do? I was just, just, the whole thing was comical on Friday. I was all excited about the guy's bike. You ever hear of the race of the gentleman? <laughs> look no. It <laughs> look it up. So did you look it up? Once the, once his wife, who was very nice, started talking about it, I realized I knew what the race was. And, and what it, is it? It is a, it's a race that takes place in Wildwood, New Jersey. It's actually on the beach, and you ha- it's all old-school motorcycles and cars. And if you rebuild an old-school mo- motorcycle, you have to use, like, original parts. So it's all, I want to say it's, like, pre-1950, 1960 motorcycles and cars that are racing on the beach in New Jersey. And I know this because it was featured on an episode of Fast and Loud. And so they built the bicycle or the motorcycle, and they've got to use, like, you can't put a new engine in there. If you put a new engine, it's got to be a rebuilt old engine inside this motorcycle. Oh, okay. Interesting. So uh, you didn't even have to do the Google search for that No, one. once his kind <laughs> wife had a couple words with me, it all started coming together. The old man was like, use the computer. I'm like, sorry, dude. It's just, you know, start, start a conversation. This text says, my grandma always made me feel bad for being a Christian. Our family was, but the rest of the family was Catholic. Always made snarky comments. Yeah, that's uh, religion in families. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's this phrase? Don't talk about politics and religion mm-hmm. to anyone. <laughs> not just families. Just keep it. Sh- keep your mouth shut. It's not worth it. Next hour, uh, just about one hour from right now, there's tickets for you to Disneyland. We'll do those at 940. And then up next is the hot three. So what do you have for us? A new study says this is the only alcoholic drink that has some health benefits. We'll tell you what it is coming up. Also, what is the number one way that we let our hair down, that we relax? How do we do that? That's coming up. And a woman tried to steal a fire truck. And her excuse for doing it is very creative. We'll tell you all about it coming up next in the Hot 3. Lil Nas X, Montero, that was your video of the year at last night's MTV's Video Music Awards. Did you see that performance last night? I did. He was awesome. I loved his red carpet look. It was so crazy. And then, yeah, his performance was so good. Well-deserved for Lil Nas X. Very sexy performance last night. (laughs) 
It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3, it is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Is wine your alcoholic drink of choice? Well, a new study finds that may be a good thing when it comes to your health. Researchers analyzed data from more than 440,000 participants over seven years and found wine offers benefits that other drinks don't. It turns out those who regularly enjoy a glass of wine had a decreased risk of coronary heart disease, but that was not the same. That wasn't true for those who drank beer, cider, or other spirits. The drinkers of other types of booze were actually found to have a higher risk of health issues, including cancer, stroke, cardiovascular events, and overall overall mortality. In fact, those who consume other types of alcohol within the guidelines, which is no more than well, they say 14 units per week in the UK where the study was done. That actually increases the risk of cardiovascular disease by 30%. But the wine drinkers, they lowered their risk of coronary heart disease by 5 to 10%. They say there is an undeniable protective beneficial relationship between coronary heart disease and consumption of both red and white wine. This is fantastic, everybody. I'm very happy about this. <laughs> I, I, I've st- I I got away from wine for, gosh, maybe four months. Because I was getting a headache in the morning after drinking wine. I went back to it this weekend. No headache. And it was a delicious wine on Saturday night. Maybe maybe the tides are turning. Maybe it was just the wine you were drinking. Could have been, yeah. Yeah. Also this morning, when was the last time you really let your hair down and had some fun? Well, the average answer in a new poll was three weeks ago. <laughs> I'm trying to think what I was. I don't remember what I did this weekend, much less three weeks ago. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the top things that prevent us from doing it are having our work, life, and our kids, basically. They also asked people to name the most common ways that you kick back and relax. Relax And music dominated the top 10. Listening to music was number one. Going out for food was number two. A weekend trip was number three. Comfort food was number four, and then celebrating a birthday was number five. Some of the other things on the list include going to a bar, shopping sprees, playing throwback music, so old songs that you still love, singing out loud, uh, and taking a vacation day or a sick day. Concerts just missed the top ten at number eleven. You, did you let your hair down at all this weekend? Yeah, I, like I said, I went to we went to some friends' house on Saturday, and it was so fun. And and same thing, I I had not had wine in a long time. I just kind of stopped drinking it. I mostly drank like hard seltzers and stuff when I was going to have a drink. And I feel like the I don't want to say the drunk because we weren't drunk, but just kind of like the. The feeling you get when you drink wine, it's for, it's different for me for different alcohols. Like for wine, I just felt more relaxed and happy. And when I drink a hard seltzer, I still feel relaxed, but it's like a more tiredness. Like I just get tired. It's, it's, so with the wines, more like an outgoing happiness. Yeah, like yes. laughing, <laughs> and we were just being goofy and talking about things and making all these plans, like we always do when we have a bottle uh-huh. of wine. We're, we're gonna go to Napa, yeah, and it's just so fun. And I had the best time. Uh, so I, I feel like I did let my hair down finally this weekend. It was a weird, it was a weird Friday. So yeah. Saturday, I was all about it. How about you? Uh, would it be Saturday night? We went out to dinner, uh, my wife and I, and had our sushi. Like I said, I had wine for the first time in a while, and. Um, my wife was driving, so I had a couple of, I had like three glasses of wine. And as I'm walking out, uh, Sisolak was in, in the same restaurant. And so I'm walking out, and I see him, we make eye contact. I, Sisolak! And I point at him. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Like, and he, hey, Jason, good to see you. 
good to see you. Please don't talk to me. Go away. He's like, good to see you. I'm like, and then there was this like split second of awkwardness of like, do I say something else? No, just wave. <laughs> Bye. Bye. He's he's so funny. I was uh, I was at a remote on Friday afternoon uh-huh. at Silver State Schools Credit Union, and we're standing there, and I'm talking to one of the employees, and he gets a notification on his phone. He goes, the governor just tweeted you. I was like, what? He goes, I get notifications when the governor tweets. I was like, how do you know he tweeted me? He goes, it's right here. I was like, I opened my Twitter, and he tweeted me something about my dad, the whole thing. Like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? It was so funny. I saw that tweet when it went out from him, and I thought, and so, you know, my mind is working on Saturday. I think that's why there was that awkward pause. I'm like, do I bring up the Mercedes thing? The tweet? Like, I, no. I no, don't. Don't. No, please don't. See you, governor. <laughs> All right. Finally, this morning, this woman might want to double check the label on whatever it was she was actually drinking. Uh, cops and firefighters recently responded to a call in St. Augustine Beach, Florida, about a 39-year-old woman who was acting strange. When they showed up on the scene, she claimed she needed CPR, even though she was fully conscious and running around. So they started walking her to an ambulance, but she broke away and ran off. Well, they decided not to chase her because there, there wasn't a crime being committed, at least not yet. When they were packing up to leave, someone yelled, she's stealing the truck! And they realized she jumped into the driver's seat of a fire engine they yanked her out and asked if she was on anything. And she told them she'd been drinking, quote, the elixir of life, as in a magical potion that makes you immortal. She is uh, facing ch- felony charges for Grand Theft Auto. Not sure if it was the elixir of life or, you know, maybe some White Claw or Mad Dog 2020. Who knows? Maybe Boone's Farm. But something was not sitting right. She wasn't the happy wine drunk. <laughs> I'll tell say, you that. Maybe she was like you and I on Saturday. No. A couple glasses of wine. She was having a good time. We weren't jumping in fire engines. You know, <laughs> we, we may be yelling at the governor, but not jumping in fire engines. <laughs> Says a lag. 940 next hour. This is great. You're going to Disneyland. 940. We got a four pack of tickets for you. Dua Lipa, Love Again. It was just announced this morning. Dua Lipa will be here next year, March 25th, 2022, T-Mobile Arena. Tickets go on sale this Friday morning, but Heather actually has your tickets all week long. All right, it is time to be the judge. Is this person a jerk or are they justified? If you ever have a dilemma that you want us to tackle on Jerk or Justified, all you got to do is email us. You can do that through our website at Mix941.fm. This one reads, hi, Mercedes and JC. Last week I was flying back from Miami and had a petty incident with a mother and her child. I had the window seat and when the mom and kid came to our row, she asked if I would switch with her and take the aisle seat so the kid could look out the window. The child looked to be three to four years old. I declined and said I would rather sit in the seat I paid for and then proceeded to put in my AirPods and started to watch some new girl. I could hear the child cry and he was upset that I wouldn't change seats. Sorry, but I enjoy the window seat. I like to lean up against the window and sleep. But I'll tell you, I felt daggers from the mom the entire flight. At one point, when I came back from the bathroom, the kid had moved into my seat. The mom told the kid to move back to his seat, which seemed to upset the kid all over again. Am I a jerk for not giving up my seat? Hmm. You know those daggers you felt? They were from all the other passengers also. They weren't just from the mom. They were like, why couldn't you just have given your seat so we could have rested? Because you were probably the only one that was able to sleep on that flight. Uh, What do you think? Is this person a jerk? Because he didn't give his seat to a little kid who wanted to sit there? Or was he justified? That's his seat. He paid money. He he reserved. 
the window seat if mom wanted a seat for her child perhaps she should have reserved that what do you think 702-364-9400 what do you think i don't think he's a jerk at all i don't think he's a jerk that's the seat he picked he uh picked it for a reason to sleep and lean up against that window, I understand it. I don't like the I don't like the window, but for me, anytime I book a, a ticket, I'm always grabbing the aisle seat. If it's Southwest, I, I sit in the aisle seat. But if I'm you know assigned seats, I'll, I'll pay extra to get a, an aisle seat. I just like the um, the comfort of having some space to my side, whether it be the left or right side. The ease of getting up and use the bathroom, it's a big thing to me. So if I sit down and, and it was the roles reversed and someone's got a kid, and like, hey, can my kids sit in your seat because they like to look down the aisle? I'd be like, I'm sorry, uh, I'm not going to change seats. Yeah, I don't think this guy's a jerk either, but I do I do think, you know, what's it going to hurt to do that? Now, I don't believe in spoiling the kid or anything, but to keep kind of to keep the peace, I just think about, okay, if that was me, I like the window seat. I do the same thing. I sleep on the side. I, that's how I fall yeah. asleep. But if there was a mom with a kid that was crying and whining and I'm sitting next to them the whole flight, like that's not changing. And she says, is there any way? That you would be willing to let my kids sit there and then you take the aisle instead. I, he's, he's driving me insane. He's got to cry and cry. And like, I just, you know, I would give it to her. I, I just, I just would give it to her. And would I be happy? No. But then maybe the kid won't be loud. Maybe they'll provide some peace for the mom because she's going to be anxious the whole time. Flying with children is really hard sometimes. And I know people are probably thinking, well, that's, you know, that's the price you pay when you have kids. And you're right. It is. Absolutely. But if I could just make it a little easier on her, take it. I don't even care. Well, it's just it's if it makes it easier. What do you guys think? Let's talk to uh, Ined. Yes. Hi. hi. Good morning. What do you think? Well, justified. The same situation happened to me a few years back. We were flying back from St. Thomas, and I had a window seat. And I like the window seat because I like to take pictures of the island while we're taking off, you know? Yeah. And so the kid was crying, and everybody was giving me the dirty looks. But you know what? You know what happened the rest of the month, a month after? There were three car accidents that my family had. So I don't know if she did the voodoo thing on me. Do you know what I mean? <gasps> oh. Within one month, I had an accident. My husband had a car accident, and my son had a car accident. This is coming back from St. Thomas, so oh, no. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's something to think about, but... Is it possible? Oh. Did you bring anything back from the island? They say you're not supposed to bring stuff back. Did you bring back sand or anything from the island? That could have been a curse. Absolutely nothing but myself and my memories. <laughs> <laughs> I Ned, that's. I mean, I'm so sorry. I'm. Everyone's okay, though, right? Everyone's okay, but I think she did some kind of spell or something. Some hocus pocus happening there. <laughs> some I, hocus pocus <laughs> because I did not give up my window seat. Oh man, that's something to think about. Something to think about. It's all in delivery because the way you said it, Mercedes, was very nice. You seem like a very nice mother with your child on the plane. But if, you, if you're this like uh, uh, Inez's a flight, the mom's like, if you don't give up that seat, I'm going to put a curse on yeah, you. Yeah, that's not uh. okay. You got to treat some people kindly with some respect <laughs> here. So, Allison, good morning. What do you think? I think that um, although it's justified and it's an easy way to give the kid, my heart would say yes. But being a mom, I think that's the wrong lesson for a kid to think that it's okay to throw a fit and get what he wants. Oh, I agree with you. However, 
do we not do that every time they throw a fit? Oh, they're having a fit. Here's your iPad. <laughs> oh, you're having a fit. Here's a cookie. Oh, you're you like Sometimes you'll do whatever it takes to get them to stop having a fit. And I agree. You don't want to spoil them and let them think they can do whatever they want and get their way. But I know that I'm more likely to let them act out their fit when I'm the only one around. When there's other people, I'm like, oh, I don't want to subject these people to it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, what can I do? But I agree with you. Mixed reaction here on the text line. This one says he's fine keeping the seat. Uh, this one says giving the seat up for a crying child is reinforcing bad behavior. I have four children. This is it's up to the mom to control her kid. Actually, it's not mixed reaction. It's all on the side of the guy. <laughs> I'm looking I'm like not one single person says, yes, give it up. So, yeah, everyone's saying, hey, he's not a jerk. The kid is spoiled. I agree. You're not a jerk for keeping what you paid for. I'm just saying just to keep the peace, I probably would have given uh-huh. it. Yeah, you know, what can you do? And how was New Girl, too? I like how they went with watching uh, New Girl on the flight yeah, back to Miami. Yeah, be specific. We would like to know these things. <laughs> Details are good. <laughs> this hour, we have them for you. There's tickets to Disneyland at 940. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. King, Miranda Lambert, drunk, and I don't want to go home on Mix 94.1. And don't forget Jason. Hey, Jason, what's up? Hey, how's it going? We are great this morning, and you... My friend, our caller, 20. What? Oh, that's awesome. You are going to Disneyland. Congratulations. Thank you very much. (laughs) Jason, you just got a four-pack of tickets. Who are you going to take with you, buddy? I'm going to take my wife and two daughters. Halloween time is one of the best times at Disneyland. You guys got those two-day, one-part-per-day tickets to celebrate. Congratulations. And keep it here because we're going to have more tickets for you this week. We've got another pair for you with Heather coming up in the 12 o'clock hour. So make sure you stay tuned for that. It is Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. That was the weekend. And that was the weekend. Now we're back into the week. Mm. (laughs) It is Monday. Thank you guys for joining us as we get back into it this week. Have a great rest of your day. Heather is on the way next. She is actually broadcasting live from Disneyland this morning. So you get to hear all about what's going on there for Halloween time and how you can win tickets to check out the park yourself. That's all coming up just after 10 o'clock. We are out of here, but right now it's time for the line of the day. We talked about people that have a job that automatically makes other people dislike them. The water authority enforcers, IRS agents, and Ricky called to add to the list. Hey, I'm an insurance agent here in town. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> I'm anytime kidding. somebody gets a renewal, it's why did my rates go up? And it's understandable. And I just want to scream back in the phone. It's like, I didn't do it. <laughs> it's not my fault. Poor Ricky. There's a lot of passion in that. I feel so bad. You can just hear it in his, the frustration in his voice. I have so much respect for you and all the other insurance agents out there, Ricky. Oh, poor guy. You know, this is Ricky driving home every single day. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. That was him as a kid. Who ate the last piece of candy? I didn't do it. Well, that'll do it. For show number 1480 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. I did it. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t